<laughs> what was that? All right. All right. Let's get serious. Oh, Jay. Yes, sir. It's nice to have you on, brother. Appreciate it. Good I want to know here. about your wide receivers today. Absolutely. So right to we're going to just get right into this right now. Number one, and, and these top three for me, they're all going to be pretty much interchangeable. I think there's a clear top three and then a little bit of a gap. So, I mean, this might be, it's Cooper Cup for me, wide receiver one. I love Justin Jefferson, and I think he's probably going to be right there and might might be a little bit better than him, but he has the potential what he to just be. did. I mean, like, you can't discount what he just did. One of the best wide receiver seasons ever. Yeah, I mean, arguably a top two or three wide receiver season of all time. Um, you know, for what he did, and it doesn't look like they're going to slow down, their offense might be even better this year. He has a better wide receiver, too. They could be. Absolutely could be Cam even better. Cam Akers may be fully healthy coming back. Like, I, he, they might be even better. I like Cooper Cup a lot. I like Jefferson because we haven't seen it before, so you know about the untapped potential. What we saw at a cup last year was his full potential. Mm, which That's true. If he gets there again, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. If he's 75% of that, guess what? You probably also have the wide receiver one again. Yeah, right. Yeah, neither are looking to take a step back. They both have the same style of offense, just pass the ball to your stars and let them run. That's because the Vikings got the new offensive coordinator. I mean, that's going to make Justin Jefferson's life even better. Yep. Who's your number two guy? Yeah, there it is. It's right Justin there? Jefferson, yeah, exactly. of course. I mean, we, I love him. And here's the thing, and if you're talking dynasty, like my third, I'll just go ahead and say it's Jamar Chase. I think those three, bang, bang, bang. But like, just a little side note, who would you rather have right now? Right of those Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson for Dynasty for the next five, ten years. I'm going Jefferson. I'm going Chase. That's so hard. I don't even know if you could pick one, dude. You can't. The only the only real defining factor is how much you care about the quarterback play. And when you have receivers this good, it really doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. And that really is that a testament to Cooper Cup that he it took Matt Stafford having mm. to come here. I'm not trying to besmirch his what he did last year. But if Matt Stafford's performance declines with this elbow, that's true. You will see Cooper Cup take a fall, you know, a little bit of a step back if Stafford isn't 100%. That's why I do think in some cases you can give the edge to Justin Jefferson, you know, and even if, you know, we could even talk about Jamar Chase passing up Cup if if things don't work out for Stafford. If more of those balls fall in uh, – Chase's hands and T. Higgins' hands this year, then yeah, he can be the number one overall wide receiver. He's about to be an absolute monster. Um, number four, and like I said, this is where it gets a little bit more tough for me. I'm going Stephon Diggs. I, he was wide receiver seven last year. Um, he did miss a game, but like... He was disappointing last year. Yeah, and to be wide receiver seven and to be disappointing, he kind of actually was. He just had um, a lot of missed opportunities. Yeah, and he, that could swing, the pendulum could swing right back. But you tie him... It's all about who's, as we said, who's throwing the ball, and that's obviously Josh Allen. So I'm not worried about Stephon Diggs. I think he has a comeback. You're not going to lose anything when you have Stephon Diggs in your lineup. It's going to make your team better no matter what because, again, you have the best quarterback in the league, arguably, but not too arguably. If you're able to get Stephon Diggs at the end of the first round in any draft this year, you're going to be very happy. Every mock I've seen has been him middle of the second round. So it's like that for the value, I do love that. Absolutely. Because that's a guy who if he gets nine touchdowns, you know he's going to get 100 catches. That's mm. the nice thing about three of the top four guys on your list because I don't think Chase can do it with T. Higgins there. Mm. The other three guys you know are going to get 100 catches. Yeah, that's 100%. 
And really with Stephon Diggs, the biggest thing that's going to benefit him the most, you know, he's had 160-plus targets the last two years. And, you know, he's came through very effective in both of those. I see Stephon Diggs very capable of not only matching those, but potentially even increasing those numbers this year. Yardage for itself will be big, um, but I really see him being that primary target, and I think he and Josh Allen definitely have a special connection there. So, yeah, big year coming for Stephon Diggs. Absolutely. Who you got at number five, Jake? So I'm going Devontae Adams. You can't forget about him just because the scenery has changed. I mean, he was still wide receiver two last year. I think we're kind of forgetting about that somehow. Like it with with everything Cooper Cup did, and we've already mentioned the guys, the young guys, Jamar and Justin Jefferson. Like it how feels we kind of like forgetting a quiet, about Adams. It feels like a quiet season for Devontae. Is it because Devontae's been quiet, or is it more of a testament to those other guys just being better? It's solely because of how talented Devontae Adams is. Yeah, I think we, we just it. we get used to it, and I think we get a little bored of that connection. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, a lot of those touchdowns, I think his numbers look a little bit better the last year or so, just because a lot of those came from these one or two yard right near the goal line. 123 were, for 1553 is pretty good. Very, very great. But those touchdown numbers definitely were boosted by the fact Aaron Rodgers just went with him. That is, that's the biggest issue and why he's not top three wide receivers this year mm-hmm. is because Derek Carr is not going to throw more than 30 touchdowns. Maybe Devontae Adams is finally going to be the guy that can help put him over the top. Mm-hmm. But 48 touchdowns on Aaron Rodgers is why Devontae Adams can finish the top three. I mean, with his target share in, in the Raiders offense, he's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I need to see him with, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten touchdowns. If he gets um, like four or five touchdowns, that's rough. I'm not too worried about – I mean, I know that connection was special with Aaron Rodgers, but for some reason I'm not too bothered by it. Like, they both go to Fresno. Like, I'm not worried about that. Like, I think they're going to actually have a decent connection with each other. And like you're saying, you know, if you can get him in the middle second round, late second round, like, that's a steal. He's one of the few guys I think's dropped in the draft the last couple years – not really last couple, but definitely this year. And it's you can't even blame injuries. That's no. what's sad is he's he goes healthy. to a new team. We think he's going to drop off. I don't really see a huge a, cliff He got there. paid, too. He mm-hmm. got paid. So he's got to show out at least one of these years. And it's Every not year. far-fetched to say that this core team that Las Vegas has is offensively just better than Green Bay. Take away Aaron Rodgers, of course. But the, the core tight ends better, running back, no, probably not better, but – the wide receiving core at least is better, better tight end. Yep, better tight end. Yep. 100%. Better. And defense, though, isn't much better. So, I mean, it's similar <laughs> situations. Yeah. Very similar situation that they that he could have gone into. The biggest difference is you got Derek Carr throwing you the ball yep. now versus Aaron Rodgers. Right. 100%. Who's next? So, I've got Debo next. Um, he was a wide receiver three last year. This is why I kind of have him down at the six range. I think he does lose some production. He's obviously already said he's not going to be running the ball as much. So, take away probably over half of those touchdowns. And I'm worried. I am worried about Trey Lance, personally. Are you all? I'm not worried. I'm just, I'd like to see it first before I'm really going to jump on board. When it comes to Trey Lance, for me, I think that this is Kyle Shanahan's opportunity. He's going to let him loose. He's really going to let him go crazy out there. He's going to open up the field. You know, how much is he going to trust the guy? He gave him a whole year to sit behind Jimmy G. He got a little bit of action last year. Everyone at camp loves him. I mean, I'm, I'm optimistic. 
But Debo had eight rushing touchdowns last mm, year. Take that gonna, away. It's not going to happen. Give him four, and he'll still be great. But he's, I mean, last year was unbelievable. Just the right. difference is more receiving upside. I think the receiving mm. upside will trump what he was doing on the ground, at least enough to make it. Do you think where he gets 1,400 yards again? Total yards? Receiving yards. Yeah. 1,400 receiving yards is very duplicatable. I don't see the rushing aspect being 365 rushing yards. The guy had 1,700 total yards. That's 100 yards a game. I think Mm. Kyle Shanahan (laughs) can work Debo in and do it again because he's a man, bro. He's really the – he's the toughest guy on the field. Debo's a unicorn. And he's another guy we're talking about. I've seen him all day long going in, sliding to that third round in 10-man leagues. Oh, yeah. Do you, I would, do you take I would, him there I would, like 20, 21? In a league, if I had the first pick, I would take him at uh, the turn with Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. and probably, you know, I used to try to work in somebody like Saquon. No, that'd not be an, anymore. Um, that'd be an unbelievable team. Yeah, <laughs> but that, now if I'm, if I'm at that turn, you know, I'm willing to reach a little bit maybe on a guy like Michael Pittman mm. and go ahead and secure two potential top five fantasy wide receivers with wow. the number one running back. That's quite a team you could put together. Yep. Yeah, very good, quite so. Good insight. Um, yeah, I've... I don't love this. Um, I've got C.D. Lamb because I kind of have to. I don't actually love Lamb. I mean, wh- I what's the Lamb. love? I don't he, love him at all. He was wide receiver 19 last year. He played a full season. I mean, now He granted, was their number one guy. And he was the number one guy. On, on previous episodes, Nick and I have touched on him, and <laughs> neither of us have really favored him too much, and it's for a reason. It's just you don't know what this year will look like. Do, do we get MVP-level Dak Prescott? Or do we get the Dak Prescott of the injury era? That's what's the bigger determiner. Plus, it's just one season. You don't have Amari Cooper also lining up on the other side. So really, there's a question mark as that as to who is that wide receiver two that's yeah. going to back who's up. Gonna, who's going to take away some of the targets? I mean, Dak likes to spread the ball around, but who's he, he going to throw it to? Schultz. So really, it gives me question. You know, he had 120 targets last year that's as their number one. Mm. That just goes to show that Dak likes to get everyone involved. That's why but Schultz was the third What's crazy to me end. is I'm seeing Lamb go before Debo. Oh, I know. That's insane. Debo Almost guaranteed. every mock draft I've been seeing Lamb go. And that's, that's asinine to me. That's crazy. I don't right. agree with it, but you know how the football universe is. We Because of the fact you're dealing with rookie, basically rookie, Trey Lance, Mm-hmm. You're right. not going to truly get, get that. excited, and yeah. that's that's fair. Dak Prescott, we know what his best is, but we also know what his worst is. So that's Dak, always an underlying. Dak's factor. never had that top tier wide receiver in fantasy. I mean, Dez was old. Amari never hit his potential. Mm-hmm. That's why they traded him away for a bag of chips <laughs> and a printer. He is the top of that list as far as <laughs> talent potential. CD, CD is the new Cowboys eighty-eight. That's why people love him, and they're taking him in the second. But he's not going to be on my board. Same for me. Same. Yep. And we're all in agreement there. Um, then I got I got Reek, Tyreek Hill, um, wide receiver six last year. Obviously, with Patty Mahomes, is a whole different landscape. But I do look what, what I think is really interesting about this. I think that offense is going to be underrated. I mean, we've been saying that a little bit, depending on what Tua does. But he's never had that star second man beside him and Jalen Waddle, who are that's that's a scary one two punch. Because that's different than Kelsey. It's I, it's I completely agree. different. Because I mean vibe. think about them lining up and just you mm-hmm. can you could go four out every time and just go Hell Mary and stuff. Yeah two guys with there. freakish speed. Freakish route running ability, freakish run after the catch ability, track stars. And that's why I'm not too worried about the deep ball stuff because it's like they're going to get 
Tyreek the ball in the middle of the field on a on a slant, and he can still take it. Look what he did to the Bills. Even. Exactly. Screen you, pass. You have ways of going around it. Miami is going to definitely have a focus on their running game as well. They definitely took a step back because they knew Tyreek was going to come in here. I'm talking about as far as the other targets there. You know, we we talk about Mike Gusecki's taking more of a blocking he's role. Done. Mm, yeah. He's done. Yeah, he's done. He's, so. That and just to think, me. a year ago, you know, he was looked at, I think, at a, as a very promising tight yeah, end. He was a top five but, tight end for a stretch. Mm-hmm. But you bring Tyree Kill in here. You bring in his prowess. You know that he's going to need to be a guy that gets over 100-plus targets, you know, well over. And well, for good paid reason. Yeah. They paid him. Exactly. They got to get him the ball. He's He had 160 targets last year. They paid is, him to give him 160 more. I think Tyree Kill could be lower on this list simply because of the fact Can Tua do it? It's Tua versus Patty Mahomes. You know, I made the same argument earlier mm-hmm. with Stephon Diggs. I make the same argument here. Tua is not Patrick Mahomes. Waddle is a little bit better, you know, company outside, of course, Kelsey. That's the best type of player you can ever ask to play with. Mm-hmm. But it's sim- similar situation as far as you know he's going to get about the same amount of targets. But we have Tua throwing him the ball. Well, and, and that's, that's why – that's kind of why he's – I mean, what is that? I got him as my number eight. Yeah. In normal land, if he's with the Chiefs again, he's a top five easily. So it's yeah. like that's why I kind of dropped him a little bit. We can see some rankings right now that have him at 7, 12, and 16. That means that's, nobody knows what to think of Tyreek. But that does. tells me that you're going to get him in the second round. Yeah, it's gonna be I, would, I would take him nice, in the second. But nice the thing pick. is, he's still not on my draft board. I You can't trust a guy like Tyreek Hill because he's as streaky as they come. I'm taking Tyreek in Miami for that I would money. Take him if he falls. If he falls. Yeah, I mean, if he's a second-round pick, if he's there at like two six, I'm at. And you have a stud if he's there at back the turn, turn. It's between him and Nick Chubb, are you kidding mm. me? You want to win yeah. your league or come in fourth? That's true. Mm. That's a really good point. Uh, so moving on, I got two old guys bringing up the rear. Not not really old, but um, <laughs> Mike Evans. He's only twenty nine. Got to rest him. God Mike Evans, so. <laughs> wide receiver nine, pretty much every year for the last five, that's where seven he's years. Like, that's where yeah. he's going to finish, and Mr. I'm not worried about it. Like, you you know, love like, that type of production on your team, though. Well, mm-hmm. but plus, I mean, you know, who knows about Godwin when he's going to come back. Like, he's going to get fed the ball so early. Yeah, and I don't think Julio's going to take anything away from Mike know, Evans. I'm Absolutely not. not. Mike Evans is the leader of that receiving core, and Tom Brady has that trust in him. That's his guy. He didn't throw his 500 touchdown pass. To just anyone. Exactly. Well, but Mike Evans didn't just uh, – he gave that ball away. He gave it away. <laughs> Heartbreaking. If only he knew. Vinny, though, was it really bad, though? Now we're uh, looking at it. It's not so bad. What a bizarre <laughs> mess. But Mike Evans is one of those guys, you know you're going to get those games where he'll go 26, 36, and you're going to get the games with sometimes zero or four. And you just got to take the good with the bad. But that's the kind of guy that can win you a league. See, and here's my here's my thing with that. And knock on wood, I mean, he, he never misses games. Would you rather have this is let's converse on this second a Mike Evans at the end of the second round or a CD Lamb in the middle of the second round? I think I'd rather Mike have Evans. them regardless, even if they're the same spot, right? I would take Mike yeah. Evans over CD, even if they were both at the top of the third round. That's you know? crazy. Yeah, it's Mike Evans for me, just mm-hmm. simply because. Well, of I probably should have switched those rankings around then, because yeah. I'm I'm agreeing with you, but it's yeah, just hard yeah. not to do it. But yeah, that's I do the, agree. That's Mike, the thing. Mike Evans, exactly what we already talked about. We know what we're going to get with him. We know it's going to be great numbers. It's not going to be top two, three in the league, but it's going to be great, and it's going to be very valuable. I think he fits that ranking pretty well. How are we at now? Are we at 10? Yeah, the we're, we're, about, we're about there. So last one, the other old gentleman, 30 years old, Keenan Allen, wide mm. receiver 10. 
I love me some Keenan Allen in that third round, second, third round. Safe as they come. I mean, he's another guy. It's just like he had the one year that, you know, he had the ACL, but I mean, he's just so reliable. He's you like got a Justin fantasy blanket. Herbert. He is. You want him on your team. Keep you safe. He's just a proper veteran leadership that you're going to get the stats to back him up. He's Andre Iguodala on steroids <laughs> to his impact. Absolutely. He's the kind of guy, if you're in a league where you count fantasy first downs as points, mm. then yeah, absolutely. Mm. That's the kind of guy who's going to finish top five because he's always going to be there for Herbert. He's one of the only guys like Mike Williams on that yeah. team who's not afraid to catch these deep balls and these hard, short, intermediate route passes from Herbert. I mean, he literally throws it like a rock. <laughs> Laser yeah. beam. And I, and I love Mike Williams, too. I think he's we've talked about him as one of our steals. He could be right here in the top ten just yeah. like Keenan. Yep. Why, why aren't Charger receivers valued higher, you think? I mean, I know because of the fact you have two really good ones. Mm. I think people view it as a three fantasy horse show there because you got Eckler, Allen, and Williams. So they can't all three score in the same Well, I mean, and he was wide receiver 10 last year, and he played every game. So I don't want to say that's his ceiling, but that probably is where he's going to fall. That's where he's going to fall. That's that's a really great ceiling for a 30-year-old. And for a guy that's going in the third round in most mocks or the late second. For a dynasty purpose, am I looking for Keenan Allen? No, that high. But in redraft, you're going to get that, and you're going to be in a lot of leagues, if he's your wide receiver two, He's a you good know, wide receiver. If he's too. your wide receiver one, you're still in good shape depending on who you have at your running backs. But I personally wouldn't want him as my wide receiver one. It's not ideal, but if that was worst case yeah. scenario and I had the pieces around him, then, yeah, if you then I won't two, feel bad. If you get two stud running backs in the first two rounds and he happens to be the one, then that's cool. I could do that. I would rather have Michael Pittman over over him, but that's yeah. all. I mean, I think the one guy that, that – I don't want to say his left off, but the guy I didn't include that are in most people's top ten is A.J. Brown. and mm. Just not. He's not my favorite. I haven't seen enough to warrant him being higher than those guys. I mean, he's he's eight right now. On he the has ADP. done it before. It, it's just, a, in my opinion, an Eagles philosophy problem. Mm. I mean, his best season, uh, 2020, he was 12th. Um, only a second season, and he had Ryan Tannehill. He's, done it, he's done it with injury, but he's been top three talent-wise. Mm. I mean, where is it? Where he's going eight right now. People have him. They're drafting him in the back of the third round. Yeah, no, that's a steal. I would take AJ Brown in the back of the, or maybe the beginning of the fourth. If he was in the beginning of the fourth round, I would take him over. <laughs> would I you, mean, would you take AJ Brown? Would you take him over T Higgins? I'm yeah. not. I would take Higgins. I'm, not. I'm taking we, Higgins. We kind of touched on this slightly earlier. I am a big fan of T Higgins from the get go. When he got drafted. I saw a little glimpse of DeAndre Hopkins in him. I love him. And so far, you know, maybe not that level, but very close. So, yeah, that argument, I, I that's the only type of person I think I would take over. T. Higgins is also – that is pretty high. He's you know. a sleeper to be a top ten wide receiver. Absolutely. I think he could do it. That's I mean, wild, though. Like, he's the second receiver on that team. I mean, I guess him and, and Waddle are the only two that are top 20 second receivers. Yeah. Yep. Right. Absolutely. I mean, Allen Robinson could make the conversation yeah. if he gets back to form and just imagining him next to Cooper Cup, where Cup is attracting two <laughs> defenders. Think about it. Sean McVay loved 
Allen Robinson, another guy who could be 13th on the list, I right? I love Robinson. There's just so many good wide receivers in this year's draft. You, you don't need to ever reach on a wide receiver in this league. Yeah, go get your running backs. <laughs> get your running backs. Get a tight end if, mm, it, yeah. if it means if the value. Get a top three tight end, get a tight end. You know, the only position I would never prioritize would be the quarterback, you know, unless you're talking about going after the, the Herberts or the Patty Mahomes. So That's real aggressive. Yeah. I'll tell you what we're aggressively going to do, and that's close out this episode. And yep. we'll see you guys soon. We got more on the way.